you know, all this talk of election interference and foreign interference and how it's influenced online. Apparently, there's a term for it. It's called spamouflage. This is Cybersecurity Uncensored. Welcome to Cybersecurity Uncensored. My name's Logan. Welcome to the channel. We're glad to have you. Spamouflage. I don't think it takes a lot to figure out exactly what that means. It's a combination of spam and camouflage. And what it is, is misinformation that is masquerading as legitimate opinion or legitimate information. The whole idea is to influence you. It is a social engineering tactic meant to influence or manipulate your opinion, or at least the opinion of the public at large. And it is supposed to look like it came from a legitimate or at least a trusted source, some sort of authority, like a news agency or a high profile figure. Spamouflage often addresses hot button or controversial topics, things that are really kind of in the public eye and things that can really get a reaction. To some degree, you could say that this is a form of emotional engineering. With a lot of other types of cybersecurity attacks, particularly from criminals, they're meant to make you take a direct action. Instead, spamouflage is more or less intended to make you start thinking about things so you'll take an indirect action. So instead of the criminal getting you or making you do something, they're hoping that by influencing your opinion that you'll do it yourself. If you've ever heard of the term troll farms, it's similar, except troll farms usually always focus on negative and controversially and inflammatory content. The other difference you'll see between cybercrime and spamouflage is spamouflage is massive, where cybercrime can be small pockets or occasionally very large, well-organized groups. Spamouflage tends to be huge. Sometimes it's state-sponsored, very highly automated, and involves a whole lot of coordinated effort across many platforms, dozens if not hundreds of platforms simultaneously. It looks like the same people spreading the same message. So here's a few examples of spamouflage to make you think. The most current one is the one where it apparently there's Chinese actors that are trying to influence the voice to parliament referendum. This is according to several media reports that there's been a highly coordinated spamouflage campaign running to try to influence voters to take a side in the issue and probably the side that favors them. It's certainly not a new tactic. This has been around for a while. A lot of elections and other types of affairs around the world have found themselves target of large-scale spamouflage campaigns. One of the bigger ones that might be of note is back at the 2016 U.S. presidential election where it was suspected that the Russians were highly influencing the outcome of the U.S. election, possibly through disinformation, through online campaigns like social media. So why would certain groups engage in spamouflage? Well, it's to try to get people to sway their opinion to take a side, and it's usually the side that the attacker wants you to take. So if there's a particular hot button topic that has a yes or no choice, and if the choice of no tends to favor their agenda or their cause, well, they're going to try to sway you to choose no. If they want you to vote positively for it and choose yes, they're going to try to influence the vote in that manner. The best examples of this usually take place in elections and in referendums, where it tends to be a large-scale public involvement, and it's often compulsory voting like it is here in Australia. Now, there's really no rhyme or reason to it that we and the general public really understand, but what they're trying to do is influence the outcome of that election or that referendum in their favor. And what they either do is support one or undermine one. There tends to be really no in-between. They're either pushing one up or tearing another one down. Interestingly enough, rather than just 
trying to influence the outcome of a situation. Sometimes it's just trying to undermine the society themselves, trying to sow a little bit of discord within the population. So more or less trying to turn us against one another. And whenever we turn against one another, which seems to be the case with a lot of hot button topics like referendums and elections, well, that really does weaken us as a society. It impacts the societal fabric. The other thing that spamouflage can do is it can exacerbate existing problems. For example, cost of living pressures, housing affordability, the economy. There's all kinds of market manipulation that can take place through spamouflage. And it's not always about influencing the opinion within a country. It could also be about influencing the opinion of that country. So let's just say that they managed to undermine the societal fabric in one country. How is that country viewed by the rest of the world then? Yeah, it could be interesting. It's not always about political manipulation and trying to sway opinion one way or the other. Sometimes it's almost like a large-scale advertising campaign where they're trying to make a foreign entity or another large group look favorable in the eyes of the population. It's like large-scale advertising, except with false means. Spamouflage is trying to lead us to believe that another's product or service is far superior when it probably isn't. That would be like a sense of false advertising, wouldn't it? So how can you spot spamouflage? How can you find out whether or not there's a spamouflage campaign actively happening? Well, page identities is probably one place to start. So if there's a particular page that you might be following, you might be noticing, you might see some shifts within that page itself. The page itself might remain constant, but the names, the pictures, some of the graphics, some of the details might change in order to sway one way or another. It's almost like using the same billboard except for different advertising. You'll also notice a high degree of similarity amongst these pages. You might have hundreds, if not thousands, tens of thousands, probably millions of pages. And they all seem to have a very similar look and feel to them. A lot of them have the same pictures. Some of them have the same names. Some of them have the same titles. There might be something very suspicious about them. There's probably a lot of commonalities that you can easily spot. Just look for common pictures, names, places, birthdays, any kind of personal details that seem to be the same amongst all of them. The only things that change are sometimes the pictures. The pictures themselves could be stock photos or they could even be AI generated. Another thing that you'll probably find with some of these spamouflage pages and spamouflage posts is they don't really have any content of their own that they've created themselves. But what they do is share content from other pages. It's almost like there's one master page that's creating content and then all of these clone pages are simply repeating that content without creating anything of themselves. That really smells like it's automated, doesn't it? Another characteristic of spamouflage is that it's going to be very bot-like. It's going to be very robotic. It's going to work on a script. It's probably not going to be on the level of interactivity like, say, AI tends to be these days. It'll be very generic based on some prompts. So if you try to interact with these pages, you're probably going to get some very generic and very consistent feedback and messaging from them. It's very hard for them to pick up on stuff like nuances, like things like sarcasm, or perhaps different types of tones of communication. They tend to stick to a very hard line and don't adjust very much. They don't seem to get upset, offended, or anything else like that. They will eventually just shut down or perhaps just keep repeating the same message over and over again. One more thing that you can look for in a spamouflage page is they seem to be very pro-something. They often tend to be pro-foreign entity, pro-foreign government, you know, pro-position on something or another. They don't seem to have a varying opinion on a lot of topics. They tend to be very pro, very specific thing. And going back to an earlier thing that you can look at is the similarities is where they're not creating their own content. They seem to be repeating that same hard line across all of their clone accounts. So what can we do about spamouflage? Well, reporting it to social media really does next to nothing. 
I've reported dozens upon dozens of pages, some that are blatantly malicious, some that are clearly fake. Social media seems to do absolutely nothing about it. So reporting fake pages and spamouflage to places like Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, it's not going to go anywhere. But in saying that, Meta has apparently closed thousands upon thousands of these quote unquote fake accounts. But if you ask me, that's only a drop in the bucket. And as soon as they close them, there's probably going to be just as many, if not more, reappear. Trying to communicate with these pages usually doesn't help very much either. As soon as you post something back, like saying this is a fake account or you disagree or anything like that, your messages often get deleted. And what can sometimes happen is there's retaliatory action depending on what you've done. Personally, I wouldn't worry about any kind of retaliation because I think they're too busy and too focused on the objection. It would have to be a large scale effort opposing them to really kind of draw their attention to come back and do anything. So if you feel like having a little bit of fun with them, go ahead. The other thing to consider here about reporting these pages to places like Facebook and that is if you go actively starting to name and shame accounts, like saying this is a fake account or this is a spamouflage account, you could actually be the one that ends up getting banned. So really, the better option is to just not interact with them. It's clearly all you're going to do is just fire them up and try to get them to keep pushing their agenda. It's, it's pointless. You're just arguing with a robot, essentially. So what you're better off to do is just simply be able to identify and avoid these things. And if they upset you that much, just block them and ignore them. There's an important message in all that, and that's not to believe everything that you see and read online, because with spamouflage, very much a clear and present danger to the way we think freely, and we're just willing to absorb anybody else's opinion, thinking that they're an authority, it's really time to kind of think for yourselves and question everything that you see online. If you see a lot of things that are kind of opposing popular opinion, you probably want to understand why. And you can certainly forget about having a debate with any of these spamouflage accounts. Come to think of it, it's pretty hard to have a debate with anybody online these days anyway, without it descending into it personal attacks. And if you ever find yourself in a situation where it starts to get a little bit hostile, do the right thing. Just delete, block, ignore, report. Just get yourself out of there. There's no point arguing with something like this. And this definitely would not be one of my normal videos unless I mentioned the cybercrime angle. Just think, some of these spamouflage campaigns could even be organized crime or even advanced persistent threats kind of working inside of these spamouflage campaigns. If they're trying to influence something at a very large level, you can bet that there's an undercurrent of trying to infiltrate our systems even more. So make sure that you don't download anything, that you don't click on any links. Because even if they say you need to read this flyer or this brochure or go to this website to read more, or you need to sign up somewhere, just don't do it. It's just another way to commit a crime against us. Well, folks, thanks for watching. Appreciate your time and your focus on this one. Spamouflage is definitely something that's out there. So the more referendums and elections that we tend to have uh, here and abroad, there's going to be definite spamouflage campaigns where foreign actors are going to try to influence the outcome of these things. Uh, you know, we've got a U.S. election that's coming up next year. You can count the spam actors are going to be working overtime on that one. But for now, stay safe out there and we'll see you next time.